you're obviously wondering if the election audits are even worth it. Is it going to solve anything? Well, if you read between the lines of the audits, it can. Only if you read between the lines and it's highlighted to understand exactly what's going on. So we're going to talk about the Arizona audit and the Pennsylvania audits. You're not going to want to miss this show. You're going to learn things that you have never heard before from a technical savvy gunnery sergeant. I've been in the IT field for 35 years. I guarantee you what you're going to hear is going to surprise you, but it will not shock you because this is how governments work. And I'm going to explain that. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. There are multiple states in this country that are going through, quote, election audits. Specifically, Arizona and Pennsylvania are highlighted not in the Main Street media because they will not tell you anything about what's going on. You got to go to conservative networks to get the truth. One American News, the Epic Times, etc. I'm going to talk about Arizona First, Arizona Senate pushes ahead without audit or with the audit without county participation. The Maricopa County refused to cooperate with the Arizona Senate inquiry into the 2020 election. So the Senate president, Karen Fan, moved forward without the county's Involvement, And he's doing this for a good reason. Because Dominion Voting Systems is lying and protecting, protecting the Democrat Party. I guarantee you, and I can prove it, I am a technical person that's been around for 35 years and going to explain this to you. But before I do that, listen to One American News. And Karen Fan, Senator Karen Fan, explaining, talking about these, quote, routers and the passwords. The Arizona Senate held their hearing yesterday to try to work through the glaring problems noted by the auditors in their preliminary findings. Most notably, Maricopa County is refusing to turn over the routers. After months of agreeing to turn them over at the time of the audit, the county has now taken the position that they cannot turn them over due to sensitive law enforcement material that may be on the router. Security expert Ben Cotton tackled this statement head on. So the first uh, point of, of uh, concern slash confusion 
is the assertion that um, PII data and Maricopa County resident data would be compromised by examining the router. That data should not exist on that router, period. So to state that it could be compromised would be an inaccurate statement or an inaccurate portrayal of what the data is on the router. Cotton went on to explain that the argument put forward by the county is incongruous with their explanation that the routers hold sensitive law enforcement information. There have been public reports by ProVNV. There have been statements by the county saying that these election systems don't actually touch the, uh, the Internet. Therefore, the extension of that would be that they do not touch the county network because that's exposed to the Internet. And to say that the data corresponding to these networks would somehow compromise law enforcement activity or PII data seems um, incongruous to the, uh, to, to the previous statements. Okay? And if you take the letter which states these compromises would occur at face value, then de facto that means that the election data had to be exposed to the Internet. The only way you can get the truth about technology is to talk to somebody that knows technology. And I do. Been doing it for years. A router is nothing more than a pipeline of electronics. Pipeline of electrons going from point A to point B. They carry data, but they don't store the data. And this is what the Senate president in Arizona is trying to get through the thick skulls of these Democrats. You can't hide the data because the data is not on the router. The router is used to transport data, information across. They need the passwords to get into the router so they can read the logs on the data being transferred. When it happened, what data was passed across, etc. And they're talking about, oh, no, you know, it's, it's against, uh, you know, some kind of rules or regulations or whatever. PII, you know, personal information that's protected. Absolutely not. That data is not on the router. It is in a server that is stored. What he's trying to say is, I want to prove and disprove, however you want to look at it, that this system was actually connected to the internet. And to connect it to the internet, you have to have this router. If it wasn't connected to the internet, then there would be no router connected to the internet. It would just be between the systems within that state and not connected to the internet. And this is what he's trying to prove. But you got to have the passwords to see the transportation of the electrons through that router to do it. And this is exactly what he's talking about. So now we're talking about the data. Well, obviously, they don't want to give up the data. So again, the Epic Times tells us specifically 
that the auditor reveals data deleted from election machines has been recovered. So they were able to recover the data through the servers, even though, again, they did not want to give this information up. And we're going to talk more in detail about this whole process of the legalities of a contractor to the government or to the state or to the federal government. What is their responsibilities? Going to talk to that real soon. So listen to this video clip from the Epic Times. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors recently released this 14-page statement right here, which, among several other things, calls for an end to the 2020 election audit, and it also disputes several of the allegations that were levied against them by the election auditors. Here's what part of the statement says uh, right here. It is time to end this. For the good of the Senate, for the good of the country, and for the good of the democratic institutions that define us as Americans. Now, we already discussed some of the accusations that the Arizona State Senate was levying against Maricopa County officials in a previous episode. I believe it was two episodes ago if you wanted to check it out. However, as a part of the statement, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors called these accusations false, defamatory, and beneath the dignity of the Senate. Furthermore, they also said that they had provided proper chain of custody documentation to the State Senate's liaison that each box was sealed with tamper evident tape or standard clear sturdy packing tape and that the supposed badge discrepancies stem from a misunderstanding of how election tabulation works. And then in this letter, they actually go point by point and answer the Senate's questions and address their concerns, the concerns that we mentioned in our previous episode. Now, in regards to the election machine passwords, the ones that the Senate needs in order to run an audit of the election machines, the officials reiterated in this letter that they could not produce these passwords to access the administrative control functions in the Dominion voting machines because Dominion does not give them such passwords. They said that this stipulation is actually laid out clearly in the contracts, and here's specifically what they wrote. The contract is a public record. You could have requested it. Even a cursory review would show there is no contractual provision granting the county the ability to acquire Dominion's proprietary passwords. Instead, you call us liars and insult us, when a simple public records request would have helped you avoid such indecent conduct. Regardless, we cannot give you a password that we do not possess any more than we can give you the formula for Coca-Cola. We do not have it. We have no legal right to acquire it, and so we cannot give it to you. Now, the implication here is that the Senate would have to go to Dominion itself in order to get the passwords. However, as we already discussed in a previous episode, Dominion released a statement saying that they will not be giving the passwords to the Cyber Ninjas, which is the firm that's leading this audit, since they are not accredited by the U.S. Elections Assistance Commission. Furthermore, in this letter, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors also continued to refuse to hand over either the routers or the router images to the election auditors, meaning that if the Senate wishes to acquire these routers, they will have to take some form of legal action to do so, meaning that they might have to issue another subpoena for them. Although thus far, the Senate president has not given any indication one way or the other. In fact, we here at the Epic Times reached out to her, and thus far, it's not clear whether any more subpoenas will be issued. And to wrap up the motif of this statement from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, Jack Sellers, who is the chairman of the board, he said this, This board is done explaining anything to these people who are playing investigator with our constituents' ballots and equipment paid for with real people's tax dollars. I would hope that Senate President Fan steps up, shows some political courage, pushes back, gets rid of these contractors that have no business at the Coliseum. The letter then ended by calling for an immediate end to the 2020 audit. 
Now, it's worth noting here that Maricopa County's position on this matter does not actually have an effect on the audit itself. It will continue as long as the Senate wants it to. However, this defiance from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors definitely rankled some of Arizona's Republicans. For instance, Kelly Ward, who is the chairwoman of the Arizona Republican Party, she released a video on social media in which she said that board members view themselves as above the law, above review, above reproach. Who gives these local officials the right to challenge the constitutional authority of the Arizona Senate and of the Arizona courts? Now, when she said the Arizona courts, that's likely a reference to the officials not handing over the routers, which is in direct defiance of a court order. Now, yesterday, the Arizona State Senate held a special meeting about this audit over in Phoenix. And in that meeting, among several other things, it was revealed that the data, which was previously believed to have been deleted from an election machine, has actually been recovered. During the meeting, Ben Cotton, who is the founder of one of the firms conducting this audit, he said that he discovered a master file table that clearly indicated that the database directory was deleted from that server. Subsequently, I've been able to recover all of those deleted files and I have access to that data. He added that I have the information I need from the recovery efforts of the data. However, his statement actually led to some backlash from Maricopa County officials who wrote this on Twitter. Just want to underscore that Arizona Senate's Arizona Audit account accused Maricopa County of deleting files, which would be a crime. Then a day after our technical letter explained they were just looking in the wrong place, all of a sudden auditors have recovered the files. Now if you would like to watch the full Senate meeting for yourself, it's about an hour long, it'll be in the description box below this video, I'll put a link to it down there. Now, as to the audit itself, as we mentioned in our previous episode, it is currently on hold as there are several high school graduations taking place at the Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Once those finish up, which will be at the end of this week, election auditors will be able to re-enter the facility and starting next week, restart the hand recount process and they have until June 30th, that's based on their new contract, to continue the audit. Now, based on the most recent numbers that we at the Epic Times had access to, it looks like they still have about 1.6 million ballots to go through. So as a government employee for a number of years, I had contractors that worked for me, and I understood what the regulations were in the federal government as it pertains to technology services that are provided to the government. We as the government, or not, unless the contractor gives us the code of the program, in other words, how the program functions and all that, then they are the owners of that program. What they are not owners of is the data. All the data belongs to the government or any corporation that hires a contractor. That data belongs to the person that created the contract. The contractor cannot legally keep the data from the person that hired them. That's in the law. But this is not what's happening. They're doing everything they can to hide what actually happened during this election, it may have been an absolute true election, but you, you don't know unless the data and the transportation of that data proves it. And this is an, a great example of how 
These people that are evil and wicked do not want us to see the truth. So Arizona, unlike other states, are doing everything they can to get to the truth. So let's move along to Pennsylvania. Okay? Pennsylvania, mostly Republican ballots, fail to scan in Pennsylvania county elections. Stoking concerns. Well, obviously, you would be concerned if the ballot was not counted. But they're doing the research and they're finding these things out. Again, this is from the Epic Times today. A number of ballots would not scan during an election this week in a southwestern Pennsylvania county triggering fresh concerns about election integrity. So they're going through this audit, and these ballots will not scan through the system, the electronic system. The ballots, mostly from Republican voters, were missing barcodes that typically help facilitate the scanning. Again, technology. What we know at this point in time is that a barcode that's required to allow the paper ballots to be scanned that the polling places was missing. State Representative Matthew Dowling, a Republican, told the Epic Times. George Rattery, the chairman of the Fayette County Democrat Party, was present when the issue started around 7 p.m. on Tuesday night. He recalled that nobody initially knew what the problem was. He and others went to the County Bureau of Elections and found out it was a barcode issue. So think about this. Here's a piece of paper, and the barcode tells you what type of ballot it is, whether it is a Republican or Democrat. And that barcode registers that information when it goes into the system. So this is what George Raddity said. There were some Democrats, but the majority of them were Republican ballots, he told the Epic Times. A bureau spokesman declined to comment on the matter, citing ongoing investigation. Of course, see, the way it works is it's investigation after investigation after investigation after investigation until Enough truth comes up, and then they can no longer blanket themselves in protection with this investigation word. So this is happening in Pennsylvania, but there's more to it. There's a lot more to it. And even the Democrats are agreeing to what I'm fixing to tell you. Dominion responds after Pennsylvania election officials report coding areas with the voting machines. Again, coding errors. Election officials in Lurzine County, Pennsylvania, reported issues with voting equipment at polling places on Tuesday, prompting a response from Dominion Voting Systems saying that there was a ballot screen error regarding the viewing screen's header. So here's a person looking at an electronic voting system. And there's a problem with the voting screen 
that they're seeing. Dominion Voting Systems told the EPEC Times that Luzerne County's election director has confirmed that there is a ballot screen error that is confined to the header on the viewing screen of the machine and that all ballots are printing correctly with the Republican header and the Republican primary election race. The firm then noted that Luzerne County officials have assured the public that all ballots will be correctly counted, adding, we regret any confusion this has caused. It came after voters told PA homepage, Pennsylvania homepage, and local officials that they reported incorrect labeling of electronic ballots in Lazine County, located in northeastern part of the state. Luzerne County Director Elections Bob Morgan told media that coding on the Dominion voting system machines triggered the problem. Read between the lines, folks. Coding in the machine triggered the problem. According to some voters and officials speaking to WNEP, when a Republican voters approached the machine to vote, the induction page said official Democrat ballot. A polling place in Kinston Township confirmed to the news outlet that it was forced to pause voting on Tuesday due to the issue. We want to assure everybody that what happens is when you are registered Republican, we have a specific code for that ballot. And once you punch that code in, even though the header says something like Democrat ballot, it's actually for the race they are in the Republican Party, Morgan said, adding that the votes will be counted correctly. See, this is politics right here. The, the American citizens don't understand how electronics work. So if they see a Democrat ballot, they're going to like, wait a minute, you're not counting my vote. Matthew Vaughn, listen to this, a Democrat running for a county Council term told the Times leader that voters told him that his name didn't appear on their ballot. He said that some Democrats got the Republican ballot. Who knows how many Democrats voted for the Republican nominees? Who knows how many votes I lost as a result? This era didn't just affect Republicans, Vaughn said. And he's right. It's electronics, it's digital, and it's going to fail. I want you to think about this. There are people in other countries when they go to vote, okay, they walk into a polling area and they dip their finger in ink. Seriously, true, it's a true story. They dip their finger in the ink. They get a paper ballot and they blot the people that they're voting for. And then the ballot is put in a box, and then when they walk out the door, they show the ink on their finger, and then they register them as being the person that actually voted. Doesn't matter who they voted for, they register them saying that you voted. 
We have the greatest country on the face of the planet and all this electronics and technology, yet it is a lot more secure to vote with ink on your finger than it is to go to an electronic voting system. You heard it from me. This is how it is. Read between the lines. It is corrupt to the bone by using these electronic systems that have multiple issues with coding and human error. No barcode, etc. Whatever it is. I guarantee you electronic voting will never be, at least in my lifetime, 100% accurate that that person is the actual person that voted that ballot and that ballot actually was selected by the person that picked it. Think about that. And when your grandkids have to live in tyranny because they can no longer vote. And the reason they can't vote is because they don't have the opportunity anymore. They don't have the Constitution that allows them to do it. A vast majority of people in China are not able to vote and give their voice on who they believe should be leading their country. So think about that one. Lead, follow, get the hell out of the way. And if you're going to lead, that means you got to stand up, you got to show up, and you got to speak up. Pass the podcast, speak to whoever you can, get them to listen to the truth, and let's get our country going in the right direction, even under this tyranny government that we have today. This is the Gunny out.